Well, welcome to the Power Talk Podcast. This is part two of today's podcast, and we know that you're going to enjoy it. If you enjoyed part one, you are most definitely going to enjoy part two. So get your pens, pencils, highlighters, and write down and take some good notes because you'll be blessed by part two. God bless. I find that the words we speak are usually defeating. Okay. And I find that the words that we speak are filled, are filled with demonic uh, um, influences? influences and verbiage that could only come from hell. So it's dedicated, it's 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 demonic, and it's um, defeating. defeating. You take those three things alone and you fix that. And that's going to take speak, learning to speak right. Again, you said they're self they're self absorbing, right? They're defeating, dedicated, and de- demonic yep. to the core. Yep. And and you're right. If if we would just listeners, we're talking to you now. If we would just evaluate our words, like a teacher evaluates grades, and students' mm-hmm. tests, we would talk better. We would. We we would be throwing things out into the world that we live in that would control environments before we get there. That's so good. Now, speaking of which, yeah. how important is declaration, Pastor? It is extremely important. You want to know why God protects me before I get to the danger? Because I've already spoken that protection before I got to the danger. What do you speak, Pastor? I already speak when I get up in the day that the blood of Jesus be applied over me, mm. spirit, soul, and body, mind, will, and emotions, and even over the accesses, because your heart is a doorway. Mm. I say, God, apply it to the doorway of my of my life, and that's my heart. And I do. I pray it every day. And then I begin to pray and tell him. And then that means everything that I do today is not only protected, but it means I'm provided for. Mm-hmm. And that means I will my way will be successful in all that I do. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I get through the day. Wow. I, I make it through probably dangerous situations that others sure. wouldn't have made it through. Exactly. Don't know. Exactly. And I, I know it sounds biased, but... I when I look at your life, I see success, Pastor. When I Amen. look at your marriage, I see success. Amen. And it's been predicated on the declarations you've learned over the years to protect, yep. maintain, and and grow your marriage, grow yep. your ministry, and then most importantly, grow you. Yeah, I've yeah. seen. I've been a witness to this for over almost thirty years. Thirty years, man. I've We're known you close. before yeah. you were in any ministry. Yeah. You were leading a Bible study. I know. You know, which I'll never forget the first time. You had chili beans you made. They're, they're really? good. They were good. I'll never forget <laughs> it. Your homemade chili beans. <laughs> I never forget it because you were wearing your work boots. You had paint on it because you were a painter. I had just gotten home. You just got home and I'll never forget you're like, sorry guys, I just got off work. I had to get off work late. And you went right into the word. No, you were right, but you were you were ready. I was ready. You yeah. were ready to give that word. Wow! And I just remember all of us that were sitting there that day. There were a bunch of young people. Yeah, because we had a really young group. I yes, remember we that. did. I never forget that at your house. You did, yeah, uh, yeah, Brent. I just bought that house. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, it was a good time. I remember kept going yeah. back there. I I went back there until we had stopped the Bible studies. We ended up stopping them. Yeah, we were actually very yeah because I became youth minister. Is that what it was? That was the only reason. Okay, because I was just like, okay, I'm gonna have to shift gears and switch how I. And that's so we still had college and career. Yeah, but we started doing it at church. Mm-hmm. I think it was your your sister and brother in law at the time. That yeah, did it. yeah. And Anthony. Yes. And so they were the ones that took over college and career for yes, for the next few years. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. But I've seen you grow. My whole point of bringing yeah. that up as an example is just like 
not only your, your declarations that you've spoken over the years, yeah. the word that you've deposited. I love what Psalm says, Lord, I, I put your, I've hidden your word in my heart that I would not sin against you. Yeah. That's the pastor Paul. Well, it was a Paul Charlie. He wasn't pastor at the time, but that was the Paul right. that I've known yeah. and grown up to see no, and, and witness. That's good. And witness with my own eyes and ears, you know, yeah. because it's the life. And I love what you say here, this comment here, is that people... Uh, lose the easiest battles. Yeah. And you've learned how to overcome that over your life. That's right. And obviously my, myself too, watching you, I was able to do the same thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's no reason to lose easy battles. There's no reason. Uh, like I said, it, it, it's the, the, and you say, well, what's the hard battles? The hard battles are the ones that you've always tended to struggle with. Oh, That's wow. a hard battle. That's oh, why everybody's hard. battle is different. Yes, sir. But, yes, sir. When you can defeat even the, hard one yeah whatever is the struggle for you mm-hmm. um you'll you'll find that everything else we're gonna get through it yeah come on there, there's no other option i already know what's gonna ha- i already know yeah. how this ends yeah it ends in my favor come on pastor and i just don't believe any other way not because of what i can produce but because of the fact that i know who goes before me yeah and he goes before me, mm-hmm. and he is in control, and that's the uh, that's the Lord. Man, Pastor, that, that is so good. Now, I had this quote here. Yeah. Someone saying this regarding um, the power of the tongue. Speaking negatively is costly in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it goes on. While watching what we say can bring spiritual reward too. Yes, <laughs> it, it can. Um, y- you know, look, out of the mouth proceeded blessing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we also know it says cursing. Mm-hmm. But just why don't we just stick with blessing? Ooh, I like this. Okay, yeah, I like it. Yes. Why don't we just stick like with it. blessing? Forget I like cursing. It. I like it. Let's just stick with blessing. And yes. my point is, is that if you'll just stick with blessing, it'll force you to stay. What would be a blessing today? Yeah. Well, what would be a blessing is you know what my neighbor today. Uh, I like it. Is going to be a my neighbor is going to is going to going to serve the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. My church is going to be successful. Mm. My life today is going to account for is going to count for something. I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna help somebody in need today. Today I'm gonna find you know what I'm saying is just speak blessing. I like that and nothing else. I like that. And what you'll find is that it gets really hard for the devil. It gets really hard for anything in the wow. world to defeat you. Right. It's very, very hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's funny. I came across a book many years ago, and it says to detox your your thoughts for twenty one days, but not thinking any negative thoughts. Right. And you're talking about declarations of blessings. Yeah. Of blessings of the day. Yep. What kind? Exactly what right. kind of day you're gonna have? How productive it's gonna be? Who's gonna be affected by it? Who's gonna be blessed by it? Yeah. Pastor, when you say it this way, that should motivate all of us, even as listeners, you know, listening. To want to start speaking this way and thinking this way. Yeah. But in order for us to have more positive thoughts or godly thoughts, we gotta read the Bible. Yeah, we do. We gotta find its source. Our source is the word. Yep. You know, exactly right. it, it isn't other positive motivational thinkers. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. You know, I I want change in my life. Yes. And you gotta find out what are the change agents? What are the things okay. that create change agents? Okay. We you, look. The, you'll find that the people that that look at this leather book that we have sitting here in front of us, yeah, they call it a Bible. Right. I don't rarely call it a Bible. Okay. I call it the Word. Mm. It's a person. It's a person. Well, that's different. And okay. it is different. That's different now. Yeah. You're talking different. Now. When you're talking Bible, you're talking a book. 
when you're talking the word, you're talking about something that's powerful and living. So I choose to pull out of the word, word for my life. So it's no longer just literature. Right. Uh, pay, pay, uh, words on a page. Right. It's, it's a person. It's a person. Okay, that's good right there. Is that good? That's good right there. Praise the Lord. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> mm, take some of that. Mm. No, but that is really good. good because honestly, you're, you're taking it to a different perspective, different level of understanding, and you're making it personal for your life. Mm-hmm. When you say, ah, this is the Bible right here versus this is the word. This is the word. This is the word. Yep. And what it'll do is it'll help. It, it, again, it helps reshape your tongue because it's reshaping your mind. And then what it does is it puts everything in control, mm. you know, and you do have control. I, I know here it says, James says, you know, the tongue is uncontrolled. No, it's not true mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit is the words that you speak through it. Yeah. It has finally has control because there's no part of your body that should be in control. You have control over your body. Mm. Come on, and the reason why that's extremely important is because otherwise the fruit of the spirit wouldn't be at work. If, if we're reading it the way we think we're reading it yeah. and James, James yeah. is making it sound like it's uncontrollable. Like, that, no that's hope. not what he's really saying. He's mm-hmm. really just saying is that if you're just going to be a natural man and live according to its ways, yeah. it's evil all the time. Wow. And wow. It, it doesn't matter how you twist it. It's still evil. Yeah, I'm not sure if you sensed it, but I already sensed the Holy Spirit shifted. You know, your yes. tone and everything, you've already yep. shifted. Yep. Right when you started saying that uh, the Bible is not the Bible, it's the Word. It's the Word. I think, you know, I, there's a lot of people who need to hear this from this point on even more so than oh, how we so started. True. this. I believe this, how we conclude this, this podcast, Pastor, can break some people free so from bondage, from their minds of being stuck. I do too. They feel like the Word of God is not helping them, Pastor. Right. And you said now it's a person. It's a person. You know, when when I got my revelation of my healing, and I know I won't go into great detail because I've talked about this example, but my tonsils were swollen, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember the, having the message that Pastor had spoke that night, but there was only one thing that kept coming based off of the message that Pastor had preached. And yeah. he basically said, thank God for your healing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the manifestation shows up. It's the fact that Jesus already did it at the cross. Mm-hmm. So I did. When I got that revelation, it's what Jesus did at the cross. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with whether or not I actually had the healing mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Because remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I'm hoping for the healing. Yeah. But it's my faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I already have faith in what he did at the cross. And so when I got that revelation, I went home and I only said two words. Yeah. Thank you. I was all I kept saying, thank you, thank you. And then I would say every so often for my healing, I am healed, I am healed. So you didn't experience healing yet? Huh? You were just thanking him in advance. I just kept thanking him in advance. I had, I just spoke those words because I was thanking him for what he did at the cross. I wasn't thanking him just for my healing. I was thanking him for what he already did so that I could receive my healing. So it's already done. It's already done. It's like you, if you say, hey, let's say you come to me and you say, hey, Paul, mm-hmm. I want to give you a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. If I hand out my hand, you say, well, I don't have it in my hand, but I'm going to go get it for you right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means that even though I haven't received the million dollars, mm-hmm. it's already guaranteed you're going to give me the million dollars. Right. Right. So what am I going to do? Am I going to wait till you just hand it to me before I thank you? Mm-hmm. I'm already going to start saying, man, thank you, Matt, for that generosity. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Matt, for your generosity. I can't tell you how much that million dollars is going to help when you give it mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. 
You see, I'm already thanking you in advance because I already know it's done. When you say it, I believe you that much. How much more Jesus? Right, exactly. He already did it at the cross. So I'm thanking him even before I see the manifestation. And I want to, I hear this in my heart too. Yes. This is where we stop losing the easy battles. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I want to hit that because a lot of us have been losing these easy, easy, easy battles. Yes. Faster. Yes. The easy ones. Like the ones easy ones. We should have, we should have been overcome a long time ago. Yeah, faster. these should have been overcome. They, they shouldn't even have been a second. They shouldn't even have been a secondary thought. And this would be extremely mm-hmm. helpful for the body of Christ mm-hmm. if they get got this. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, honestly, you need to just take the word of God and be extremely grateful mm-hmm. that it's already been done in the yes, spirit, yes, even sir. if it hasn't showed up in the flesh. Yes, I didn't sir. care if it showed up in the flesh. I was so excited for what Jesus already did for me. Mm-hmm. I just began to thank him. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I ended up receiving that healing two and a half hours later. Praise God. And I've never had tonsil pain ever again. Wow. Praise God. Isn't that amazing? Because of thank you. Because of a thank you. Because I got it. Mm. I got it. I got what the word said. And that word became my word. Yeah, man. That's why I say, go to the word to get your word. Don't go to the Bible to read words on the paper. Yeah. Go to the go to the word to get word into your heart. It's like a well. Yeah. If you're thirsty, you're here to go to the well and drink. That's right. You want to know why a lot of atheists and and theolo well not theologians but scholars and stuff struggle yeah. with the Bible? Yeah. Because they go to the Bible to read it to, to they go to a Bible, mm-hmm. a book, mm-hmm. to fill their mind with information. Mm-hmm. When I go to the Word, I go go to fill my heart with revelation. Mm, so they're going brain. for information. I'm going for revelation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to learn for their flesh. I'm going to learn from the from the Holy Spirit. Wow, different. There's a yeah, big difference in the way we read. I don't read the way they do. Well, that's why there's a difference in your speech. That's exactly right. Information, you'll get, you know, that kind of speech. Mm-hmm. Revelation, you get not just a speech, but uh, uh, results. Results, exactly. That's it. They're yeah. just wanting it Ooh. so they can teach from it. I'm wanting uh, like to go this. so I can go share. No, I get it. If you're if you're a Bible scholar, you go, you are going for information, right? But if you have a need, Pastor, yeah, you have a serious need. It's a health need. It's a financial need. It's a relational need. Yeah, you need revelation. You need revelation, and this is why you like do this. every so often find Bibles or, or not Bible scholars, but scholars yeah. who become Christians mm-hmm. because they couldn't deny that the information that they've got, yeah was something deeper in there. And every once in a while, they'll catch it. And some of them do, like a Josh McDowell, who wrote Evidence That Demands a Verdict. Yeah, He wasn't going, Mm -hmm. he didn't actually set out to go see if the Bible was correct. Mm -hmm. He was setting out to disprove that the Bible was legitimate. Yes, he did. Well, he found out through his research, no, the Bible's a legitimate document. Well, from there, he went and started reading it and stopped looking for information and he got revelation. Did he become a pastor too? I believe so. He would for a long time uh he was called the nation's youth pastor. That's right. Cuz he dealt with youth for years. That's right. He yeah. he, he traveled all around the United States and the world to minister at a lot of youth functions when I was grown when I was younger yeah. in my early days. Yeah. And at conferences and he he wrote so many wonderful books that. for youth ministers to use and uh, good, good man. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I haven't heard from him in a long long time. Yeah. He's still going but not at the same capacity because he obviously he's probably about 20 20 plus years older than I am 
So he's probably in his mid to late 70s, maybe, or older. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But has done a great job for the body of Christ. Yes. What awesome men like that, Pastor, can really just kind of help us along the way. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It is because it just shows that even the smartest people in the world, if they'll just give it over for a brief moment, Mm -hmm. God will reveal himself. And he did. And he did. And he did. So, but you have to want it, though. I mean, because, again, yeah. we're talking about the power of words and the power of the tongue. And, and and I love the way you hit home. And for a lot of us, start thinking about the blessing part of the Scripture yeah. and not just the cursing part. Out of the mouth, out of the mouth proceeded blessing. Out of the mouth uh, is life. Stop there. We can talk about death and cursing if you want, but yeah. I sure like life and blessing better. I like Proverbs chapter 10, verse 11. It says, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a fountain of life. C- come on now. This is the power of the tongue. Yep. It could be a blessing right here, right now, if we just learn that it's a, our tongue is a, is a fountain of life. Yep. It gives people hope. It gives people hope. It's the only way anybody has a chance is to give people hope. And, and it has hope, to right? come from that word. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Man. And I love this part here. Knowing when to hold your tongue. Knowing when not to speak, Pastor. That's a little harder. <laughs> and it goes back to what James said. That yeah. what, he saw, what, he, what he called uncontrollable, right? Yeah. Because you're in a situation... Where you feel like, oh, I need to say something. And right. the Holy Spirit is saying, he's putting you in check. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, don't. don't. So knowing when to hold our tongue. Yeah, it, it takes discipline to learn to do that. You know, you got you to gotta practice, you know. Um, some people, it's naturally easier. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, there's a different, couple of different reasons why people either do or don't. Some people hold their tongue real easy simply because they don't like confrontation. Oh, so it's out of fear. You it's think? just mostly out of fear that they don't speak mm. when they should. But then you got the flip side of that coin where people that struggle to hold their tongue, it's because they do talk too much. <laughs> they say way too many things. They use too many words. They just need to hush once yeah. in a while. And they yeah. need to ask the Lord to help them to know when it's time to speak and when it's time to, to back away. Gotcha. And, you, and the Holy Spirit will tell you. Usually over the years, I've gotten way better at knowing when I need to confront an issue and when not to. Yeah. Before I used to just kind of confront everything. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, nope. You know what? Everybody has a right to make their own decision. Yes. Yeah. And unless the Lord really placed it on my heart, I'm very careful about just saying, I got to do it. Was that hard to make the transition, Pastor? Because you're you're a very, yeah. you're, you're a pretty vocal guy. Yeah. Especially when it's in your face. Especially when it's yeah. in your face. Especially when it's family, friends, and loved ones. Yes. And they say something off key, off the wall, and it's like, oh no, 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 no. It, it is hard. Um, and I don't want to be a know-it-all. That is really not the reason. It's just that it, it rubs me wrong that people wouldn't take the time to do to say the things that are right. And well, why don't they say the things right? Because I know that they're not living right, or they just don't want to go do. They want they want all the they just and they want to guess at it. Right. They want to tell me opinions, and I and I really have a hard time with opinions when you say you're a Christian, but your opinion goes against the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And so knowing when to say okay. It's not killing anybody. Mm-hmm. If it is, if it is a real detriment to somebody, usually I'll speak yeah. up. Yeah. If it's a real detriment, but you know what? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't believe God heals everybody, that's fine for you. Yeah. 
but don't but, but be very careful about what you think of God too. Yeah. Because that I'll probably correct. Exactly. You know. So this is interesting because uh, the, reason I, the reason why I bring that up because in verse 19 of chapter 10 in Proverbs, it says, he who holds his tongue is wise. Uh-huh. And just, just think about that for a second is there's wisdom in being silent. Yeah. There's wisdom in that, Pastor. And the reason and the reason is because a lot of times when we want to speak, if it's not directed by the Lord, Mm -hmm. you're gonna say things that are off the wall. You may have just said it at the wrong time. Because it really is a moment that, yeah, even though that person said what they said, they may not have said it because they necessarily believe it. They're just angry. Yeah. They're just hurting. Yeah. And God's working on them. And so if you say anything, that might destroy what God's working on. That is great discernment when you think about that, yeah. Pastor. If you can, the Holy Spirit's revealing, hey, you know, it's not time yet because he's hurt yeah. or she's hurting. Yeah. And you don't say nothing. But later on, you may have another opportunity to share why. Yeah, exactly. I remember one time we were out on the streets of uh, Mooney Boulevard and a big, huge group of us would go. And I was the leader of the big group. And I'll never forget, we were walking by a group and all the group that I was with, I was kind of the new leader. Yeah. So everybody, it was real natural. If you've seen anybody, you don't pass them by. You minister to everybody. Yes, yes. But I remember the Lord beginning to start to deal with me in my early years when I was learning this stuff. And he says, son, I don't want you to minister to everybody. Wow. He said, there are going to be some that I tell you to pass by. Yeah. So I'll never forget. And I told the group this. I said, there's just going to be times when we need to pass by because that's what God's mm-hmm. saying. There was a big group. And I don't know why. I just told the guys, I said, guys, we just need to keep going. Leave mm-hmm. this group alone. Mm-hmm. Didn't know why. I didn't. I was just learning to hear from God mm-hmm. at that level. Yeah. And one of the young guys, because he was so used to, you go talk to every group. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't like the way I led that. He decided he's going to break off. I don't care what he says. And he did. He walked up mm-hmm. and he went all by himself. He literally the big group and he broke away. Yeah. He went up and he says, hey, guys, you know, and instantly because they already knew who he was because they knew our group. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that they knew our group. Mm-hmm. We all had our Bibles. We yeah. always carried them or small Bible of mm-hmm. some sort so we could minister to people. Yeah. And one guy went off and he said, that's why I will never go to churches because of people like you. Mm. You always put us down. And he goes off. Right. And our guy literally had no idea what to say. Yeah. I had to go back, grab him by the shirt. Mm -hmm. And I said, next time you listen to what I tell you. Yes, sir. I said, you just may have kept him from going to church because of you did something outside Mm -hmm. of the will of the Holy Spirit. Come on, Pastor. And... I just realized sometimes you got to learn to be silent because mm-hmm. we don't know every situation. I like that. And so, you know, it, it is. It takes wisdom to mm-hmm. produce silence. And it takes just mm-hmm. as much wisdom to speak in wisdom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Both take wisdom. Both take wisdom. Silence is wisdom and mm-hmm. the words you choose takes mm-hmm. wisdom is wisdom. Yes. Oh, I like yep. that. I like that. To go along with that too... And same same book in Proverbs, verse 21, words can nourish many. It says here, the lips of the righteous nourish many. Yeah. In other words, you, you, you're, 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 how can I say it? You're, uh, you're encouraging them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're helping them grow. 
They're learning. And so that's what nourishment is about, is that people are learning and growing, and a good word does that. Yeah. You can't get that word from the world. Yeah. The world doesn't have a good word. Yeah. They might have some some knowledge, but they yeah. don't have a good word. Yeah. And almost any time I hear a worldly person say something that sounds somewhat reasonably wise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always judge it up against the word instantly. Mm. And it's amazing how sometimes I'm like, that really was good. Yeah. But it's usually, I can find that in Scripture already. Yeah. And the stuff that's not any good, yeah. usually I don't find it in Scripture. So I'm always yeah. real hesitant to just listen to anything, even if it just sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's got to line up with the Word of God in some way. And, and you're right, because when it does, it'll nourish you. Yes. As opposed to an encouraging word, just, just a random encouraging word. Yeah. You might feel good about yourself. Yeah. We feel that way about good movies with good endings. Yeah. But all of a sudden, the next day, your life is just the same. But a nourishing word is lasting. Yes. A nourishing word you can bear fruit from. That's right. A nourishing word can bear uh, give you healing. That's right. Right? And deliverance. Totally. Totally. And that's the difference between the good word and just a so-so word. Exactly. And what we talked about, too, we alluded to the word of God like a well. Mm-hmm. That well is eternity. And what you're talking about, too, Pastor, is getting, that, getting those words inside of you, not just for your sake, but for the people around you's sake. Yes, exactly. And, you know... Our goal is that we want to be changed. Amen. And how do you be changed? you got to take in the word. But once that word's there, you've also got to speak that word. Amen. So that way the word becomes powerful and living. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, think about it. How is it that when you pray, mm-hmm. somebody's physical body can be healed? Right. Because you're repeating God's word in faith. Yeah. And it is made to be alive, and it's mm-hmm. made to move, and it's yeah. made to it's made to take part in any situation that you release it into. That's why wow. words travel on for a long time, even after it's done. I remember reading. I was reading up on uh, on Visalia. I was doing some historical study on Visalia a little bit, and I did a, s- a historical study on the gentleman named Nathaniel Vice. Yeah, which is where the name of Visalia comes yes, from. Yes, his last name was Vice. His wife's name was Azalea, and so he combined Vice and Azalea into it, and it became Visalia, mm-hmm. and that's where the name Visalia comes from. So Nathaniel Vice, uh, you know, he was one of the uh, beginner, you know, farmer. He farmed there in, in uh, you know Visalia and Tulare County. Yeah. But there was a gentleman that came through, seeing that there was a lot of uh, fertile soil in Tulare County. Yeah. And it was interesting. Because he just he, they put a train track or something. I forget exactly how the whole story goes, but basically the gentleman had said this is going to become the most fertile land in all the world. And he was talking about Tulare County, like Fresno wow, County and Kern wow. County. He was basically saying the San Joaquin Valley is going to become some of the most fertile pe- wow. soil in the world. At the time, it was nothing but a lake bed. Right. Because a lot of Tulare County and Warren County was underwater. Yes. Uh, a lot of Indians still lived around these areas. The Thule Indians? The Thule Indians were one of them. And so there was like the Chumash Indians and stuff like that. You know, um, they have a casino, the Chumash Casino. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So there's different Indian groups. But what was interesting is, is that um, it became, this is a word he spoke before it became the most fertile soil in the world. Now the valley is the most fertile soil in all of the world. 75% of all agriculture and produce comes from right here where we live out of San Joaquin Valley. Wow. So don't tell me words aren't powerful. Wow. They, those words preceded him. Yes. They lived on long after he was gone. 
Wow. <laughs> is that amazing? That is amazing. Yep. Because he had the faith and he saw it. And we think about the words of God. I mean, he spoke things into existence too. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that there was going to be a nation that was going to be far from him that will come to him. Yeah. Referring to Gentiles. Yeah. And here we are. We're not Israelites by Jew. I mean, by, by, yeah. by birth. Go, go look at the scripture where he talks about an everlasting covenant. Well, when he said, I make an everlasting covenant with you, it means Everybody. it's never going to end. It's mm-hmm. it's sealed for eternity. Yeah, That's a powerful word. Yes, sir. Because not all of his promises lasted forever. Mm-hmm. They were always conditional. Mm-hmm. But everlasting covenant ones, when he made it, mm-hmm. they, 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 they keep going wow. no matter what you do. Wow. And he made a handful of everlasting covenants with the people of Israel. And we discover what those are, Pastor. Yeah. Our listeners need to discover what those are. Yep. So here we are, Pastor. We're going to go ahead and conclude today, my yes. Pastor. Today's this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it's, it's so it's, good today. It's so fun, Pastor, being back with you. But again, I want to hide something. Again, the power of our words and the power of our tongue, Pastor. Yes. And again, we can't be losing battles that are easy. That's right. We know we need, it's time to overcome those. There you go. And um, I love what you said, too. The over, to overcome spiritual laziness, we have to have spiritual priorities. Yeah. You got to have very good Mm -hmm. spiritual priorities will make you rethink what you're not doing for God Mm -hmm. rather than what you can do for you. We live our lives for us. Every day is for us. Mm -hmm. We got to eat. We got to eat sleep. We got to work. You're right. We got to pay the check. We got, we got to pay the bills. We got to do some work around that every day. Mm -hmm. Even if it's work, it's still for us. Yeah. It's for us, yeah. But you need to you need to have spiritual priorities so that way you can give some give something, not do yeah. something. Yeah, give something to God. In closing, Pastor, what are some what can you give us some spiritual priorities? Would you recommend to start the day off? I, I would honestly say, even if you have to get up just twenty minutes earlier, okay. read at least a, two chapters, okay. and pray for at least ten to fifteen minutes, okay. and just start your day off right, saying, "Lord, this day is yours." Okay. My life is yours. Whatever your will is for me today, mm-hmm. use it. Protect me today in my home and my family while I'm gone, mm-hmm. while I'm doing my work for you. you also, Help me to be successful, you know? You also mentioned applying the blood of Jesus. That's something we should be doing yes, daily. I, we should apply the blood of Jesus every day. Okay. Look, it, Satan is the, the, he, he's, he's the one that authors death. Mm. He authors it. Mm. He authorizes it. Everything that's a part of your life, even if he can't physically kill you, yes. he's authorizing demonics, demon, demonic beings to destroy your purpose, yeah. to kill your purpose, to destroy your, to destroy the work of your hands, to destroy yeah. your money, to destroy your family, mm-hmm. to destroy your marriage, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need the blood of Jesus to protect you, mm-hmm. to keep him from being able to bring death to the things that Jesus brought to life. Mm-hmm. Man. Audience, there you have it. I mean, we can go on and on. I know Pastor Paul can go on and on. This this man of God loves the word. He loves to bring healing to people's hearts and souls. But uh, definitely share this podcast. This is a really good podcast about the power of the tongue and the power of the words. And you heard Pastor Paul and the revelation that he's given. Again, I'm always blessed by this man. But I know if you are, you're going to share this. Amen. From this point forward, start sharing our podcast. Come on. And uh, repost it. Repost yeah. it, man. And let people, know that, let people know that you love them enough to share this podcast with them. That's good. Listener, we love you. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.